Hi, welcome to Faith, Coffee, and a Kid podcast. This is your host, Sheree, and I am coming to you on Saturday. So I hope that you're having a great weekend and that you are getting refreshed from the previous week and doing something you love. Um, I wanted to hop on today to talk about something that I think affects all of us at some point, and that is discouragement. Um, More specifically, I call it the spirit of discouragement. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because it hit me this week. And um, as you know, I've been waking up at 5 a.m. I'm going strong on now a month and a week and even issued a challenge um, for others to wake wake up at 5 a.m. and experience this, what I call golden hour. Um, And it's been great. I mean, it's a habit that I'm hoping to continue. And um, I've had no, you know, it's really just been so rewarding. But this week, I felt what I call an old familiar nemesis creep in, which is discouragement. And so all of a sudden, the passion I felt to pursue the project of what I'm doing right now, which is creating an online webinar for um, specifically women to create online conferences, right, on a shoestring budget. So to encourage women to reach other Um, people through what's on their heart um, and what the needs of what they think maybe their audience is, whether, you know, they're bloggers or just moms or or whatever that is. And I've been so excited um, to put this up into the world. But this week, that excitement started to dwindle. And what happened was procrastination procrastination started to set in. And all of a sudden, this reel started playing in my mind. Why am I wasting my time creating a webinar that probably like, you know, a million other people have created? You know, no one's going to register and all this work is going to be for nothing. Or do people really care about what I have to say? And you can understand that the seeds of stinking thinking really started setting in. And all of a sudden, I was kind of emerged under this cloud of discouragement. And it not only affected my heart, but my head, right? And when it affects your heart and your head, it can immobilize you. And so I'm sure if you've been living long enough that the cloud of discouragement has probably rained on your parade before, right? One day you're, you know, skipping along, happy, doing what you feel like you were created to do, you're in alignment, and then all of a sudden, boom, that cloud storm breaks and you're sitting in a puddle of doubt. So this didn't feel like a puddle of doubt, like this felt like a monsoon of doubt, right? And so if you have been there um, or you are currently in that position right now, I wanted to just address this and break this cloud down so we can start to feel the rays of God's encouragement once again. And so I I wrote a blog post, um, it's actually on the website right now, but I wanted to kind of do a podcast too, because not everybody um, reads podcast or reads and when I say reads, meaning like you don't have time to read. And a lot of times the podcast is just an easier way to get information out. So I wanted to break it down and look at a few things. One, the definition of discouragement, where it originates, what discouragement looks like, what's the damage and how it's defeated. So first I want to dive into the definition of discouragement. Discouragement is defined as a loss of confidence or enthusiasm or dispiritness. 
I really want you to pay attention to that word, dispiritness. As daughters of the King, our confidence comes through Christ, right? And through him, you are fully equipped, not lacking any spiritual gifts. And scripture tells us this in 1 Corinthians 1.7. When we are discouraged, we experience a loss in confidence and in motivation, but more importantly, we become dispirited. We stop relying on the spirit of God and instead we're taken over by these feelings of um, loss or inadequacy. So our spirit that is fully equipped is interrupted, right? Which hinders us in pursuing the works that God has ordained for us, which brings us to the other part of this definition. Discouragement is an attempt to prevent something by showing disapproval or creating difficulties. When discouragement sets into our spirit, it prevents us through creating mind and heart and spirit blocks, right? The goal of the enemy through the darts of discouragement is to prevent you from acting in spirit. The enemy wants to block you from using your spiritual gifts, which brings us to where discouragement originates. As you may have guessed, discouragement is not from the Lord, right? It's from the enemy. Every good thing comes from God. And we are told in Jeremiah 29, 11, which I believe is a scripture that all of us should really memorize and not just memorize it, but really take it into our hearts and minds. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. God's plan for us is the antithesis of discouragement. We need to understand in no uncertain terms that God's plans for us are in direct contrast to the enemy's plan. The enemy is a thief that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And one of the most effective weapons he uses is through the seeds of discouragement. The king of darkness, and I use that with a little K, is always trying to snuff out the light of God, right? That is shining inside of you. That is part of your inheritance as a child of Christ. God is the originator of all that can prosper us, and the enemy is the originator of all that is meant to harm us. So let's talk about what discouragement looks like, right? Because in order to defeat an enemy of the spirit, we need to know how to recognize it in its many disguises. For me, discouragement comes in the form of procrastination. And you know, it's so funny because I always viewed procrastination as this personal flaw that I have. But under closer observation and prayer, I discovered that my procrastination is a direct result of discouragement, a dispiritness, a feeling of inadequacy that came from the enemy under the mask of a human flaw. In actuality, procrastination is a spiritual assault that came in the form of discouragement. I don't know what discouragement looks like for you. That's something that you have to discover yourself and identify, but I just wanted to mention a few triggers and common feelings. Doubt, fear, self-loathing, lack of confidence, procrastination, feeling immobile, disheartened, feeling like you're not good enough, talented enough, smart enough, all those not enoughs that kind of creep in, and feeling like what you have to offer isn't sufficient. Learn how to discern between the truth and the triggers. This is why understanding of God's word is so vital. The more spiritual knowledge you gain, the better you can discern the truth from a lie. 
These triggers of discouragement are from the enemy and not one represents who you are in Christ. What is the damage of discernment? Well, unfortunately, you know, at its root, it's the spirit of the enemy, right? And discouragement can evolve into sin if it stops you from obeying God's will for your life and trusting in his promises. Discouragement prevents us from serving because it tells us we are not enough, that nothing we have is worthy to offer, and that we are inadequate. The goal of the enemy is to render you useless and to stop you from using your spiritual gifts to glorify God. Discouragement aims to bury all those ideas and amazing passions that God puts on your heart and has equipped you to do. The damage, you know, it's long lasting and it can be long reaching because it doesn't just affect you, it indirectly affects others. When you stop doing what God calls you to do, you aren't being a building block, you become a stumbling block to yourself and to others because you are not following his plan and not uplifting and building others up on the foundation he has laid. So how do we defeat discouragement? So you know that discouragement tries to kill the spirit, but we can proclaim victory because Christ defeated this enemy. When we are feeling discouraged, we need to handle it as a spiritual problem and give it to God. We can surrender it to him in the truth of who we are, not to the lies of the enemy. We are given a a spirit of power that is more powerful than what we temporarily feel because of the truth of who we are in Christ. So the first step is to turn to God and ask him to restore you in a spirit of encouragement. You know, I'm realizing that I need to do this daily to keep discouragement at bay. But the other way to defeat discouragement is through fellowship with one another. That is what we're here for, right? When you're in the throes of discouragement, reach out to those who can share a spirit of encouragement with you. It's okay to ask, right? Call that friend, that sister in Christ, whoever it is, and ask them to pray with you and for you. Don't be too shy to ask for encouragement. Don't be too prideful, right? That is what we're here to do. Now, if you really want to be encouraged, be an encourager. Ladies, have each other's back. Be one who encourages, be a building block, someone who plants seeds of encouragement. Be intentional and take the opportunity to reach out in love and fellowship. Create a circle of encouragement around one another that is so strong that when the darts of discouragement try to penetrate your spirit, they bounce right back to the enemy. When we encourage, we become encouraged because we're serving through the strength of Christ, not ourselves. This past week, I prayed for God to remove this spirit of discouragement that was burrowing in my heart and mind. As usual, he showed up in the sweetest ways. I received unexpected email messages about how I was an encouragement to other single moms and to keep doing what I was doing. It lifted my spirits in ways that I can't even articulate. I pray that if you're discouraged, that you realize who you are in Christ and that your identity and purpose are secure. The doubt and feelings of inadequacy are from the spirit of the enemy and that you know with every fiber in your being that you are fully equipped and loved by your creator who desires nothing more than for you to be encouraged in hope and truth. So I just want to leave with you um, this scripture that I actually had put up on Instagram that I hope we keep in mind whenever we're feeling 
um, discouraged. And I hope this encourages you also to be an encourager. First Thessalonians 5.11 says, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. I hope you have a great weekend, and I hope you stay encouraged and in the spirit.